Hello, this is Tom Bundy from the Life Balance Podcast. Thought I would do a quick podcast based around getting your first uh, rental property. People can think it's a lot harder than it actually is, so I thought I'd just break down the basics as to what you need to do in order to get get the ball rolling, really. Um, so whether it's a single buy-to-let, HMO, um, development finance, or a bridging loan, it's all going to be different criteria as to how you set it up initially. But if it is the first one you're doing, a lot of property coaches and mentors say that you should always just start with a buy to let uh, because it's the simplest way to have an introduction into actually doing uh, a property deal. And there's the least uh, amount of risk in it. So that's what I'm going to base this talk around um, just getting cracking with one of them really. So the first thing that you need to think about is your salary. So if you are buying a property in a limited company, then you essentially, whether that's an existing limited company or it's a fresh limited company, and bear in mind that if you are, do have a company or a limited company that you currently work from, it's always best to create a new one to have the property in, in case you ever get sued in your current one. It means that it's protected essentially. So let's say you're setting up a new limited company. Um, all you need is a salary of £13,000 um, in order to qualify to get a mortgage, which is quite low. Um, and I know that people lower their salaries generally for tax purposes, etc. But usually it's over this threshold. So that's your start. Um, if you're anything over the 13,000, then generally, obviously, that's just going to be an added bonus. So that's the first thing that you need to do while setting up the limited company, having a bank account set up and having all the basic details to hand. Now, that 13,000 salary may change according to the lender or according to what's going on to do with the current, you know, corona crisis. Um, but that is a general um general one that most lenders look for. So the next will be um, how you got the deposit. So that's an important one that they look at. So it generally can't be, you know, these bounce back loans or money from a credit card, etc. But if you're putting in the money into a limit com limited company, you need to explain where the money's come from. So if you have um, a separate company, that has saved the money for the deposit, then just transfer it over into your new limited company and you can explain that it's profits from that company. They will ask for your company accounts, yearly accounts for two years from that company that you transferred the money over from. So you need to bear that in mind. Also, uh, they will look at any debts that company has. So again, you need to bear that in mind. They can see um, if you've got it as a gift from family, you just need to know that that's a bit harder for them to explain. So that, excuse me, may be a little bit more in depth when um, you are explaining that one. Um, another way of getting the money across is personal savings, which is a lot easier to explain. Maybe you've had pulled some equity out your residential house or you've um, 
just saved it up over time. That's a lot simpler way of explaining where the money's come from. So you get the deposit into the correct limited company, and then it will just be a case of getting a good mortgage broker and really going through it with them. They can take you through the stages and it's a 25% deposit of whatever purchase price that you're looking at buying. And simply put, that is the real basics as to how to construct getting a deposit and being in a position to afford your first buy to let. So I hope that real basic run through helped and please do contact me at Woodworks if you've got any further questions. Cheers. Bye bye.